The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. It's like, you guys don't have to do this. And I understand, like, this is a serious podcast for you guys. And, like, you still have to do the work. Like, yes, you're going and you're talking to people and you're letting all of this stuff. You're just basically letting go, which is going to set you free, 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 free. Persist, pursue. I'm in your corner and I appreciate you. Appreciate, appreciate, appreciate. And be true and trust yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, just trust yourself. And I trust you. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You. Yo, I don't even do that. What is that? That's um. I remember people from Robert Morris used to do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What is it? Oh. some state that's not where I'm from, but what's good, eh? <laughs> not a whole lot. Shout out Pittsburgh, though. Shout out. That's yeah. where we met, right? Yeah, I always right? talk about Pittsburgh, like ah. Uh, it's a cool city. I'm not trying to visit, but I mean, if I'm back there, I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> I wouldn't mind it if I somehow ended up back there. You're right. Right. Yeah. For a short stay. <laughs> How you feeling? I'm feeling smooth. Very smooth. So happy it's a weekend. Get some rest in. Get to chill. Let my mind wander. I appreciate that time. Oh, that is the best time. Uh, I'm not getting a lot of that now. Uh, not like complaining like I'm not. It's just like it's crunch time. Uh, next weekend is the baby shower. So if you follow me on IG and stuff, you will see it all. Excited about that. You know, oh more, you know what I'm saying? it's, it's, it's going to be a good time. So but like everything in between, um, you know, like mine not wandering, definitely focus on the things. But uh, today was good. Went, went, went shopping, um, went shopping with the, the unit, the family unit Dope. today. Yeah, it was smooth. Mario. You're about to have a, a whole baby soon in your life. An, an entire son. Like, you're about to be a father. Fatherhood. Yo, like, <laughs> there's <laughs> like, certain things. <laughs> like. There's certain things. There's certain things where it's like, throughout the day, I'm like, okay. Actually, I've been practicing. I've been, I've been telling Mecca, I try to share it as often as, as it comes to mind. Like I'll be practicing like, oh, what this moment now would be like once once my man is here. Like you know what I mean? Like wow, just waking right. up and like you can't just oh I don't know if not, but like you're not just um chilling in the bed for like an extra four minutes, even though you you woke up with the alarm on the first ring. You're not gonna chill in That's the bed for four minutes. You're gonna go get right up right. and check. <laughs> like all of those things change. All when you eat, how you, like all of those things with a baby. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I'm happy for you guys. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into it. What you giving it up to? Um, let's see. Right now, I'm giving it up. This is going to be my sec- second time giving it up to this. But this Gatorade bottom, very thankful um, for. And fall. I'm, this is wow. my favorite season. Yeah, football started. It reminds me of basketball season, so I'm giving it up for like that crisp feeling of fall. That's that's hot. That's hot. The visual and like the the imagery. That's hot. Um, How about you? What am I giving it up to? What am I giving it up for? Um, giving it up to the ability to uh, take care of uh, not issues, but take care of things that need to be taken care of. Um, 
the car I had to get two new tires um on the car and it, it you know what i mean like usually that's like a headache but you know the based on the proximity of where I live to the to the tire places. Things were just smooth, man. It was it was a smooth thing and I'm just like very thankful because I remember a time in life when like any little mishap was like mad sweat bullet beads of sweat, bullets of sweat and you just like you know, you just you curse the sky and stuff. So I give it up to, for for like that thing being being very, very simple and smooth. What do you think okay, dope, but what do you think it is, like the difference now, like how we can be thankful that a situation or entire day, a weekend, whatever it is, goes smoothly. Do you think it's just that like shifting into adulthood or that you're more aware of it when things do go smoothly? I think it's two things and I'm going to be candid here. And I, and I hope that the me being like very upfront doesn't rub people the wrong way, especially the platform we're using. One is it is adulthood is maturity. It's like, okay, one, like you, you, you've lived long enough as an adult to expect these things and it's not, you know, you're trying to have e- either mental preparation or whatever. Two is money, man. <laughs> like I had the money to do it and yeah, I did it. So No, that no, that's it, real. That, I was hoping. I was hoping it, for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it made it easier. I had the money, I had the funds. The funds didn't break me. They they don't break me and they don't you know, I, I don't have to think twice about it, even though, you know, that reaching in the pocket, there's always that economic anxiety you know lingering but nah it wasn't go do it glad glad nobody tried to get over on me and then that's it yes thank you for saying that because when you said my ability to take care of the things i need to take care of and I, I wanted to say can you say more because like a lot of responsibilities unfortunately in adulthood right are attached to some type of like currency and yeah, everyone and, doesn't and, have the access to that so i was gonna like what do you mean so i'm glad you mentioned that dope yeah thankful for thankful for the currency thankful for the finances definitely an important thing do not neglect do not you know i don't want to get too into it. we're not even into the show but please do not neglect that side of it like you can be harmed hurt you know what i mean down trodden in every other aspect having some money will help certain things have it care about it <laughs> absolutely all right kicking it off right into episode four featuring mental health america Ooh, ooh, more guests Yes, two guests from Mental Health America. Word. We'll um we'll be right back. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Mario. I just wanted to take a quick second to talk about our friends over at the Lead Foundation. What's lead? Leadership, education, action, and development. The Lead Foundation focuses on helping student athletes, providing community service, and supporting other nonprofits through leadership, education, action, and development. LEAD empowers and assists student-athletes through social awareness, educational guidance, and financial assistance. Through the Foundation's efforts, students are given the tools and opportunities to excel in reaching their academic and athletic goals, as well as impact the community. Nothing bigger than impacting the community. Supporting nonprofits include the Chad Tuff Foundation, the Fight Against Leukemia, Special Olympics, Youth Football Organizations, Verde Children's Home, and many more. What's lead up to now? Getting ready for their annual turkey giveaway, where they provide 500 families with the Thanksgiving holiday meal. That's on Tuesday, November 26th. If you'd like to donate, go to myleadfoundation.org. To feed families in need, register online. Remember, be the change you want to see, and victory starts with a game plan.
Okay, so we are here with our good friends from Mental Health America. Um, as you all know, first of all, welcome back. Um, and as you all know, uh, we got to connect with Mental Health America um, earlier in the summer, uh, hopped on the uh, September 18th show um, for their In the Open podcast, dealing with pressure and expectations, got to talk with Teresa, and it was an awesome time. Um, and now we get to learn more about who they are, uh, who we're working with, and uh, how to connect with them. So first and foremost, thank you both for joining the show, and I just want to give you um, both a chance to introduce yourselves, um, what you do for Mental Health America, and what led you to the field and into the, into the profession. So I'll start. I'm America Paredes. Um, what do I do at MHA? Uh, my official title is Associate Vice President for Partnerships and Community Outreach, which I basically go out and talk to people all about MHA um, to try to get them involved in what we do, because I think it's important to bring people into the tent. And I guess I'm on a personal mission to help people understand also that it's not just about people in the mental health field, but everybody that needs to talk about mental health. Um, I think I've always been a helper and I just naturally fell into the work of psychology, counseling, et cetera. And I'm lucky to have found a, a place here at MHA. Cool. Nice. So America, uh, you mentioned you, you kind of go out and, and advocate and spread the word um, about mental health Americans, some of the, you know, the, services you guys provide how do you start those conversations well given that it depends on where you are you're right context is huge um most right. often i just people ask me what i do and i kind of start talking about the need to talk about mental health and generally people will be like oh yeah that's cool and inevitably they'll jump it to something like oh you know what my mom kind of deals with depression and then you, mm -hmm. you kind of naturally discontinue that conversation and help them understand, like, hey, we're around. We're a national organization. We can help in different ways. So that's how it kind of just flows. Um, hey, y'all. Let's see. <laughs> At MHA, I, I'm the VP of Policy and Programs. So I mostly am trying to do more programs because it's kind of where I'm really... I, I get excited about some of the stuff we're doing. So we're looking at just how people act online. What happens when you find people on the internet who are searching for terms like um, I want to die or I'm sad or depressed and how do they fall into spaces that MHA create and how do we create communities and help people who may never go into therapy? Um, so one of those programs is called MHA screening or screen and screening to supports. Um, and then I also do some policy stuff, but that's really boring. <laughs> not, not fun for a podcast. Um, <laughs> but I, I came into mental health like so many people do, you know, my, I came into it because of personal reasons, just dealing with my own mental health issues, reflecting on my family's history of trauma and mental illness and addiction and I started in mental health and actually fell into MHA back in 2005 with some of our affiliates and just loved it. Like it felt like home, it's family, it's the only place where I can work and feel comfortable talking about my mental health problems and where there's just so much acceptance about and celebration about 
the really hard crap that we deal with when it comes to struggling through mental illness. Right, right. Uh, I, so, I love it. Yeah, and that, that I'm, <laughs> it's so interesting that you said I love it because I kind of want to follow up that with can can um, each of you walk me through how um, your day to day because we, we we find out how you got to your day to day and your profession how your day to day connects with um, your upbringing and, and 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 what you felt like and, and of course um, in the the most comfortable way possible um, how it connects with your day to day and what things resonate. Um, and, and keep you empowered and into doing the work um, and how it connects with, with the, your childhood upbringing and, and, and where you are today. <laughs> weighted, <laughs> very weighted, <laughs> very weighted, loaded question. It's actually funny because so, uh, like I said, in our screening pro- program and S2S, we're constantly writing articles that when I when I read and write an article like I see ghosts or I want to die, like. I have to go back to that space where I'm like, okay, what was that like? Because one of the things that we were challenged to do as staff was look at the content that we found online and asked ourselves if we thought that it was useful or interesting. And so much of it was written like it was written by a doctor um, and read like it was supposed to come out of an encyclopedia, that it was hard to find content that was meaningful for young people and written in a way that was accessible. And so you know, doing that project really propels me to reflect on, man, what was that like when I was 12? Like, feeling those feelings, and what would I wanted to read when I was 12? Mm-hmm. Um, but more recently, and maybe, maybe America has more to chime in is our podcast that we we did, which started. Um, and damn, I'm constantly pissed at America, because she's pushing my <laughs> damn buttons, challenging me with my thinking and it's just it brings up all that crap you know like in the same way because instead of writing we're talking about stuff and talking about your junk and you can't hide like you just have to be you just have to go with it and go back to that space and um and have that conversation that's the honesty that i think has to come forth in the work that we do um i think too often people think that organizations like ours because you know we've been around like forever 110 years this year you know that we're just we don't understand what's going on in the communities but at the core of who we are as people we bring that into everything that we believe in and everything that we do so like Teresa's talking about like me pushing buttons she pushes me to do this ninja work that she calls and I'm like dude why do I have to feel feelings I don't want to feel stuff that's so hard um but that's where you know like I I have to go back and think about why is it that I have this certain thought pattern around these issues where did it start and that's hard especially when you come from you know communities that really don't talk about these issues um I think I'm very uh, blessed in that my parents are and continue to be very open about having conversations. You know, I like to call them like hippies because they really were hippies back from, you know, like full on hippies. And that kind of mind um, and openness, I think, resonates in how they brought us up. So if there was ever a time more so when I was older, I'd be like, hey, what about this? They'd be like, okay, we'll talk about it. That doesn't mean we talked about everything, right? But mm-hmm. uh, it at least created a space for a conversation. Right, right. Yeah, 
That makes sense. Um, the question I have, thank you guys for sharing that, you know, being in, in the mental health field slash addiction field and having that background, right? Similar to you guys, that's what led me to the field, my own personal um, issues with, you know, mental health. And, and not really, I didn't really have the space to talk about those things in my childhood. And I wanted to, you know, learn more about myself. And that led me to learning more about others. Um, my question is for you guys, how do you go about leaving your baggage at the door? And then discussing mental health and not letting your own things get in your, in your way of connecting with others. Um, I think for me, what I end up doing is really um, focusing in on the need that I see when I go out to the community. And, like, just understanding whatever you're bringing to the table, like, use that as a point of reference, but you cannot assume that everybody's reacting from your worldview, right? Because that is huge. Everybody's really understanding things in a way that is so unique to them. So in a way, it's like you carry it, but you got to know when to open up your backpack and be like, okay, I got to use this tool Mm -hmm. right now. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, I mean, so it's America's absolutely right. When you're sitting in front of a person, you, you the first assumption you have to make is the way I healed is not the way everybody else heals. That's so important. Um and right. that and and so asking a lot of questions and making sure that you're really getting at what that person cares about or what that community cares about and listening, which is so hard for people. Like human beings are horrible listeners. <laughs> we, it's a skill we never learned. It's a skill we do not practice enough of. We don't know how to ask questions that are open-ended and then to sit with silence and suffering. So I feel like I think it's a skill that people should learn. And it's a skill that, you know, America and I try to practice when we sit with other people. Um, but in our work, because it's kind of different when we're not sitting in front of people, we're actually sitting in front of large groups of people or we're we're advocating and that's different. Like, I think when it comes to advocacy, we're not asked to put our junk, uh, like, away. We're actually encouraged to fight in the open mm. and bring our junk to the table to be like, look, just because we look a certain way doesn't mean we are all put together. Like, or it really, you have to ask about the way that we perceive biases about people with mental health problems and what it means to talk openly about my challenges as a way to create safe spaces for people um, because I'm bringing, I'm bringing my problems. I'm showing people, I'm talking about how we are all impacted by mental illness. Um, And that's different than, you know, when I'm sitting in front of someone and helping them. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And kind of combining the two, I guess, because our, our, our baggage is, is, for, for lack of a better term, for me at least, how I think about it is part of the journey, like the story. I don't want to say identity because that's evolving and, and, you know, your core or your core. But to scroll back a little bit to connect that with how um, doing the work and who you're around doing the work um, and we're using a podcast um, as a means in an environment 
like I like to think of it as like the red light is on. Like you can't hide once the red light is on. When Asia and I uh, get to talking, and there's sometimes that you know we we'll talk when the show starts, and she'll say something, and I have to like really, and I don't even like to bite my nails, and I will start biting my nails. Like this is something that I have to think about seriously <laughs> right now, and also can't leave a lot of dead space. So I want to kind of ask you to um, talk about some of those things or, or, or those moments. Um, where the challenging in real time turned into almost um, healing, understanding, feeling better about yourself in the midst of doing the work because the podcast is doing the work, but how that turned into to personal personal uh, healing and environment. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Um, so you see the laugh? That's the laugh that like I'm usually on the other end of our podcast. Yeah. Like, what? Right, right now? All right. Um, <laughs> Okay, I got so, you. Uh... <laughs> it's hard, man. Like I, the this one. Um, I'm thinking about the podcast in particular because one of the things that we talked about a couple of weeks back was about being angry. And um, you know, Teresa and I got on to record, and we're like, "What are we going to talk about today?" And she's like, "I don't know." And I'm just like, "Man, I am not in a good space. I am so mad and angry and upset." And she was like, <laughs> "Me too," you know. So. They're like, freak it, let's talk about that. And then we like dove into this idea of why, right? And after recording for, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes, we felt better, you know, because it pushed us to really like unearth the stuff that was pissing us off, right? Yeah. And it's funny because. And in many ways, the the work that we're doing is it is creating a space because at the end of the day, we want people to know if you're struggling with these things that are happening in your head, you're not the only one, man. We are talking about these things so that you know you're not the only one. Mm -hmm. So I guess that kind of answers your answer or or your question. But, (laughs) Teresa, what do you think, man? Oh, I mean... Mario, man, I'm on the <laughs> phone biting my damn nails constantly. <laughs> it's, it's unavoidable. You call, it's unavoidable. Are you calling me out? I'm trying to find out. I'm trying to because so <laughs> if you listen to the podcast when we were on in the open, I mean, Teresa pulled a, a bunch of them out the bag and I was there's was, there's only one window in the room that I record in and I'm just looking for other windows to look out of to help me like <laughs> change my mind, about, think about something else and Teresa's pulling it all out. So right now is one my time to understand Teresa more slight payback and revenge and <laughs> yeah and i want like just let me know let me know those moments yeah. the journey is constant you know I'm, we're constantly we live with people like i love that we people i love that we i have a family at mha and like they call me out on my my nail biting <laughs> it's like your accountability buddy who is there pushing you like you know, and it, the journey is every day. So yeah, on this podcast, as I'm talking, you're like nail biting. I'm like, oh damn, I'm nail biting. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that yeah. is that's the work. And so I don't healing is small moments. We it's not like it's not a light switch. You know, I wish it was. I wish I could wake up and be like, sweet, I I'm I'm free. It's not that way. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Exactly. I, you know, um, but. It's funny, though, because 
being being on at least doing this podcast and I'm I think this might be the way it is for you too like because you're pressure you're not pressured but you're expected to record every week we've been doing this for a couple months now so in some ways it's been attraction of our state of being so you know I can look back and be like I know I look back and I'm like damn I was in a rough spot like a month and a half ago and we did this one podcast and like I think about death all the time or I want to die. And our producer was like, I cut out like 75% of that because it was just too sad. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I was there though. I was wait a minute. There. What, what, what are we promoting here? What, what, did you guys, what was the angle? And I didn't even listen to it, you know, but I know it was like, it was just so, it was just so low. Like there was so much lowness there. And so, um, but that's the thing about mental health problems. Like you have tough times and you have good times and we can't, ex- we don't have a cure. Like there's no cure for mental illnesses. So we just know that we're always at risk. And when things are hard, like it, when things are stressful, flare ups will happen. And mm-hmm. what you can do is surround yourself with people who love you to listen and work your way through those experiences and get through it. And you've known you've been through it before, so you can go through it again. I think that's really important. Absolutely. That um, that Absolutely. neuron memory that we talked about on, on in the open, that muscle memory actually does kick in on, in, on a mental, you know, psychological, emotional um, spectrum. Um, so first, mm-hmm. thank you for sharing. Seriously. So tell me from your different perspectives and I'm uh, sorry to jump in whenever you want a um, yeah. MHA, Mental Health America. What can someone expect? What what uh, what's the identity there? What do you want? You, what do you want the, the target audience to understand about um, your work there and how can they how can they access it? Uh, so our target audience is everybody. yeah you know we're not an organization that focuses on like any one age group um and i think that sets us aside from others we do hone in on certain areas because we're really good i think at talking to younger people which is great right that's Mm -hmm. where we know there are a lot of struggles um but i think when a person accesses our information, you know, there is a whole component of just thinking, one, they may be struggling, and we want people to be able to find information that is useful, that they don't feel overwhelmed by having to understand terms that are like complete medical stuff, right? That's mm-hmm. really important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's this other connection, and I always push this for us as an organization to help people understand and see us as people. So if you look at our website, most of the pictures on there are of us. Mm -hmm. They are of the MHA staff Mm -hmm. because Uh I, you know, if I go to a website and I see only white people, and I'm not white, just in case anybody's wondering, (laughs) I'm actually Bolivian, um, you know, I don't feel like they understand what I'm dealing with. So the more people that I see of color, the more that that message resonates. And it's something that's very unconscious, right? And it's just like, dude, these people know, they know that it's not just a white thing. And I think that's huge for what we do. Thank you. Absolutely. Teresa? Representation is key. Yeah. I mean, we went through a website change. So 
come visit to help us with our search engine <laughs> that is so I'm specific right that is so specific thank you that is perspective specific i love it well because you know i think that our resources are awesome like i just i like i said i think we're trying if you go and you dig around you we we have lived for such a long time as an organization like when we went through our website design i think that our web team said something like wait, I think that we've converted a thousand pages or something. That's a thousand pages of mental health information that we've mm. created. And there's just so much stuff there. And we're trying to clean it and make sure that it's a good source of information. It's evidence-based. Um, and then in other places, write content that's meaningful for people who are struggling right now. Mm. So I just, um, I think that we also have a really awesome network Um our philosophy comes from um, building hope and empowerment. Like we want people to have choices and self-determination about the choices they want to make in their recovery process, whether that's to take medications or not take medications. Um, if you're a voice here or if you're struggling with your moods, like whatever is happening, you know, we want to create a community where people feel welcomed and heard. And I just, I love all of our MHAs and our affiliates, and I think they are, they are such hard workers, and they really care. Um, I yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it touched touched my heart and so and, and that's that's part of why um, you know, I was so adamant about connecting and so adamant about having you all on the show is because the work you do is great. So I really am, am thankful um to have the opportunity to have you on the show and to just continue to to understand more of what you do and have more people understand uh, more of what you all do so um before we get out of here i have three things three specific questions requests of both of you are you ready okay (laughs) it's actually not that climactic i just like to do things like that (laughs) first is um how can uh, can you please share uh, how um, people can get in contact uh, with you all or the organization and go? <laughs> America. <laughs> so people can visit our website, which is mhanational.org. And they can find us under the staff listings. Both Teresa and I are there if they actually want to connect with us individually. Or they can always send an email to info at mhanational.org and that will reach us beautiful number two um me and asia every show asia and i whatever uh, we like to (laughs) (laughs) we like to do a thing um because you know we do all this deep you know challenging introspective you know dark sometimes whatever it needs to be at the time um but we we like to uh, do a thing called give it up and show some gratitude so I'd like for the two of you um, to share one thing that you're giving it up for, a moment of, of, of gratitude and appreciation. I actually just started a gratitude journal. Hey, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, and it was really hard. I realized I don't do the thing that gratitude journals are supposed to do, which is to, to root yourself <laughs> to thinking about good things, which I'm like, oh, it makes sense. This is why I'm such a miserable <laughs> jerk. Oh, my God. You know? Uh, Just kidding. No, I've never met I this am grateful Teresa, for- by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I am grateful for, I'm grateful for so many things now. I don't know, friends. 
I'm grateful for the sun. I live in California. It's beautiful. Wow. I'm grateful like, for gratitude journals that go. make you realize that you're not grateful. <laughs> there we go. There we go. On, on brand. On brand. America, how about you? Right. Um, so I'm grateful because – what am I grateful for? Dude, I'm grateful, one, for having a space to be able to connect in the way that we are today because – I think that there's so much value in that um, and the fact that we are all people of color, which I think is so important. So yes. I'm grateful for that. Um, and then what, I'm going to tell you one more thing I'm grateful for. Yeah. I'm grateful for the fact that it is Friday and tomorrow is Saturday. I'm so grateful. <laughs> hey, right there. Yes. Back at you. Back at you. Awesome. Okay. Last thing. This is great. Only time I've ever asked three questions in a row and it's, it's gone this smoothly. Um, last last request, I guess. Um, please, what do you want to leave the audience with? Um, it can be something as huge as a personal mission and, and your personal, you know, uh, inspiration to the world or just well wishes. But one thing you want to leave the audience with um, today and go. Fight in the open. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're so good at this, Teresa. You're so yes. good at this. You're like, what the hell does that mean? That's so weird. Which is funny because I'm not like, oh, go fight in the street. That is not what I'm saying. <laughs> fight in the open is the phrase that came from our founder, who is this really old dude who's dead, who's been dead for 100 years, <laughs> who... His name is Clifford Beers. He was fighting in the open as early as 1909 and said, you know, he was the first one who said, you know what? Screw this. I'm not going to be in silence and I'm not going to shut my mouth about my bipolar disorder. I'm going to fight in the open. I'm going to make people know that mental illnesses are real and they happen and we are going to fight loud and proud and um, and and spread the news that getting better is real and it's out there and it's an option and it makes us strong and all the people that I know who have mental health problems are like are the strongest freaking people I know in life amazing people so yeah awesome wow thanks that's great Teresa (laughs) (laughs) got something America that's our podcast say something about our podcast yeah, man. That's it. Well, well okay. I'm going to add. Hold okay. on. So if you if you haven't checked us out, Mental Health America does have a podcast. It's called In the Open. And we talk about all things that are mental health related. So follow us. We're all we're on Spotify, Stitcher, everything. So awesome. find us. Yeah, please follow. And thank also. you, guys. No, yes. no, no problem. Thank you. For the show. Thank you. Um, yeah, make sure yes. you check out In the Open. Um, we're so happy to connect with you all. We hope that it continues. Um, would love to, to share some of that sunshine you have in California. I'm in Michigan right now. For sure. And, yeah, it's been raining pretty heavily. <laughs> but Asia, you got anything? I just want to appreciate you guys for coming on our show, inviting us on your show. I'm wishing the best for Mental Health America for each of you. Um, yeah, we appreciate you. Thank you, guys. All right. So if you want, again, if you want to, talk to them specifically find out what they do head over to www.mhanational.org 
um, and check out some of those 100 something script pages um, that they work so hard on. So for us, we thank you all for listening. Um, if you want to find us elsewhere, um, find us on Instagram at the Talk About It podcast on Twitter. Talk About It pod, the number one Facebook. Talk About It mental health. Um, and you cannot have our phone numbers. All right, y'all. We appreciate y'all. <laughs> thank you. Alright, what are we toasted to? Black as fuck. Family in the shy. Family in the shy. Health and happiness. Health and happiness. Mental health and y'all. Y'all.